Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everyone. This is Jennifer, Dr. J. Tebow, and today is Wednesday, December 29th, 2010. This is The Real Jenny Special Edition, Reviving Willeridge High School. Thank you so very much for joining in to this very special show. I will be doing it every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time until we get some resolution to uh, what's going to happen with Willeridge High School out of Fort Bend Independent School District that is in the Houston, Texas area. It's really Sugar Land-ish, uh, Missouri City-ish. It depends on who you ask. It's truly located in Missouri City, Texas, which is just on the outskirts of Houston, Texas. And it is my high school. If you want to dial into the show, this is really, really important, please dial in at... 347-637-1837. Again, 347-637-1837. We'll be broadcasting live for 45 minutes. And as promised, I have my uniform on from high school. So I know people were like, I'm looking forward to this. So make sure I don't have a phone interruption. going to stand up. Yes, this is my uniform. Whew. Notice the camera's at a certain angle because, you know, can't show all the all the little goodies, but this is my high school cheerleader uniform. I'm so passionate about bringing attention to Willard that I'm willing to slip into a uniform that I wore about 20 years ago, uh, but I'm proud to do it, and I hope that you listen in. Now, I see a lot of people are coming in on Ustream. Hi, Ustream people. Again, if you're logging in on Ustream, if you want to dial into the show, 347-637-1837. I see that I already have... A caller, so and they're raising their hand, so I am going to put you on. Hi, you're on live with the real Jenny. Tell me what your name is and your and your comment or question. This is Mike Kep speaking from Houston, Texas. Uh, graduation. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm so glad you I'm joined the show. I know. I just locked, I just saw it on Facebook right now. I had a busy day. Excellent, excellent. So, so Mike, for people who don't know and haven't seen our quick exchanges on Facebook today. You and I just connected through the power of Facebook in this campaign to, you know, try to save Willow Ridge or get a better understanding as to the true resolution uh, for Willow Ridge High School. Now, you are as well alumni, correct? Yes, yes, correct. 2008. Excellent. And you just recently graduated, right? Just recently. Yes, I have. Well, congratulations, first and foremost. That's, to me, one of the best schools in the uh, in the United States to actually be proud to be a Willow Ridge Eagle. So thank you so much for uh, growing and learning and developing there. Um, you know, I was there, um, I graduated 18 years ago now, and, and if, if I would have done this show a few days from now, I'd have to say 19 years. But it's been a while. <laughs> and, so, and so, Mike, I, I'll, I'll tell you, and I've said this before, when I first heard that uh, Willow Ridge was, you know, on the consideration for being closed, you know, I, I actually took it straight to Facebook. And because I said, you know, I just really want to understand why it is that a school that has produced so many really champions, not just athletic champions, academic champions, champions in life, you know, how is the school that I know, you know, on the chopping block? And I got the response that it was about low enrollment. 
And so then I started to try to grow and understand. And I finally, um, and you may not know this about me, but uh, what I do is I, I am a researcher. I tackle this like this unbiased researcher, and I just want to understand because the school 20 years ago should have never been closed, right? They should have, you know, that would never be an issue. But maybe the yeah. school today, it's, it's an issue. So I'm going to tackle this in an unbiased way to understand. And as I've told people before, i got to tell you, I don't understand. I, I clearly do not understand the decision to put Willow Ridge uh, on the map. And so I'll talk about some stats for a moment. But I want you to tell me, in your own words, what Willow Ridge High School is today. Because I think that's very important for context, for people to understand uh, what the experience is like for a student and what the school has done for, for you at this stage of your life. Well, I think... You know, I have a long story myself. Uh, you know, everybody has their own story and their history when they were in school at Willow Ridge. Um, well, I'm going to brief, brief everybody up real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, I just graduated in 2008. Uh, and I studied broadcast journalism. That's my major right now. And, and I, I first got into it at Willow Ridge. We had a class, of course, so I took it. Why not take the opportunity? Of course, we didn't have the proper equipment, you know, basically didn't have nothing. So I just took it upon myself. I had, what, a $10 camera from Walmart, maybe $20, okay, $20. But anyways, I mean, I made I made, a, I made the effort to try to enhance my skills by using what I had. Didn't have much, but used what I had. Two years later, you know, I had the opportunity from those skills, some of the skills that I learned there, to enhance them at Texas Southern University. And now the host of uh, a TV show that I have on Comcast On Demand, which Texas Southern partners with the first university in the country to partner with Comcast On Demand. So, I mean, I, I think my efforts from there to now, from then to now are, are extremely amazing. I mean, there's, it's, not, it's, not, it's unheard of. You know, it's not too many people that can say that they're doing that. And for me, just having that, Spirit that I grew up at Willow Ridge and really learned a lot from my professors, and they really, they really care. I mean, there's some that don't, but there's a lot of them do, and they really, they really want to help you, and they have, and it really helps me. And I mean, if it wasn't for some of the people there, I mean, I probably, I don't know where I'd be right now. So I think that has to do a lot. And you're speaking about the enrollment. That is the issue. Um, enrollment. I think there's a lot of of course, new schools are being built, of course, uh, every right. by the staffs, a couple of years, three years. And uh, I think the latest one was Ridge, Ridgepoint, I believe. Ridgepoint, yeah, that's the latest Ridgepoint. school. Uh, well, we can understand them. You know, everybody starts somewhere. Um, I, From what I've I listened to the last show you did, and mm-hmm. the enrollment issues, I mean, Marshall, Willow Ridge, I mean, very low enrollment under – 1,500, I believe, students. Mm-hmm. And then you got the yeah. high, tower, high Tower, the Clements, I believe well over 200, I mean 2,000, 2,000 students. So, I That's mean, right. even if, yep. so if you do close down Willow Ridge, I mean, and they're already over capacity, so that means they'll have to transfer into those high schools, correct, and they'll, see, they'll be even more over capacity. I, the solution, I think, was, it's, it's going to be a hard Solution. I mean, do you transfer students from those from Hightower to Clements, maybe to transfer to the Marshalls or to the Willow Ridge? 
or or do you shut down Willow Ridge? What 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 do you do? That's correct. So, well, I just want to I just want to bring a couple things. I'm put you on pause for a second, okay. especially for those people who who are watching on Ustream TV. So mm-hmm. I am sorry for the uh, low tech way that I'm displaying this uh, diagram, uh, but this is live stream. This is a diagram that was taken directly from Fort Bend ISD's uh, presentations on the last time that they met. It's a diagram that shows the functional capacity of all of the high schools uh, in Fort Bend Independent School District. Now, what's important is is that those areas that are showing uh, bluish purplish, I'll say that area, so it's pretty much the outskirts, uh, those areas, those are schools that have less than 90% enrollment. And in particular, those schools that are in orange, um, and let's see, Kempner came out pink. It looks like they're orange. So if it's orange or pink, which is kind of funny, just you have to blame my uh, printer for that. Uh, if it looks orange or pink, those are schools that, that are as well over 100% capacity. Uh, what I find just terribly interesting about this diagram is that there are a lot of schools in the Fort Bend Independent School District for high schools that are well over capacity, as you talked about. And just to talk about the specific numbers, the greatest or the largest school that has, you know, the largest percentage of being over capacity is Clemens High School, and they're currently at 130%, 130.5% to be exact, over capacity. Um, you have Elkins High School, who is at 104.7% capacity. Now, what's interesting is by virtue of how the map is laid out and how zoning is, Elkins is a neighbor to Willowridge from a zoning standpoint. So one of the most direct neighbors to Willowridge on the west side of the boundaries for Willowridge, they're at 104%. On the south boundary, the most southern boundary, between Willow Ridge and another school, there's Hightower High School. Hightower High School is currently at 118% capacity. Now, I bring this up because if you close the school, because this, you know, this is the way I wanted to address it. Well, okay, well, let's just say you close the school. I'm really concerned about student outcomes, right? I want the, the students that live in the area that is currently zoned for Willow Ridge, I just want all of them to receive quality education. And to be able, you know, and for it to be easily accessible, they don't have to take a, a 30 minute bus ride to get to school. I want this to be a place of pride. What Willowridge has done for those students, if we can create that in a different scenario that makes sense with Fort Bend ISD, I'll vote for that. I'll vote for that all day, every day. But what I don't get is that two of the most major border schools, are, they're over capacity. So where are the students going to go? Now, what's fascinating is the other border school for Willow Ridge is Marshall High School. Marshall High School is currently at 66.1%. Now, I'm confused. I'm confused because what I do know is that you usually get experts to do zoning. And experts typically do some forecasting in the future to where enrollment is actually going to go. And so I don't understand how your forecasting potentially did it fail in Fort Bend ISD, how you could have schools all around Marshall and Willowridge to be basically over capacity, at or over capacity, but these two schools are severely below capacity? And how, I, mean, my, how, I mean, I noticed that the zoning issues are probably new, but as I've watched school districts, this just doesn't happen by accident. Like, surely 
you know, Fort Bend ISD can't be saying that they looked up and realized, oh, looky here, we have two schools, neighbor schools at that, that are at 71% and 66%. This doesn't seem like an accident to me. You know, and so, you know, and so I just, you know, I wonder, you know, how on earth could this have possibly happened? And if you close Willow Ridge, certainly it shouldn't be Willow Ridge, it should be Marshall by virtue of the numbers. <laughs> I mean, if you just say yeah. let's pick the school with the worst enrollment capacity, it's Marshall, not Willow Ridge High School. Uh, and so you just have to wonder why is it, you know, the history of Willow Ridge opened in 1979 was the second high school in the school district. It was the relief school for Dulles High School. That's originally how it got started. And class and character, you know, was, was part of the mission. The students knew it. Uh, it really seeped through every bit of the curriculum, the pride, the community. That's what I saw. That's the school that I grew to know, and it sounds like you like you had that same student experience. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I did. It was and so, you know, what are you hearing? Because, because unfortunately, I am by virtue of location dis- disconnected, just by virtue of of true location. But what are you hearing in the area? Uh, what are people's sentiments? Well, there's a lot of young, long people out there that really don't even know the issues. People at the mm-hmm. school that really okay. don't that don't know the issues. Um, they every every time they hear people in hear Willow Ridge in the news, they hear something bad, but it has nothing to do with it. It has to do with enrollment. That's the issue, and a lot of people just don't know what the issue is. And so what you're people, right about So, rumor. What's the real rumor? Because I think that's oftentimes why people don't jump in and say, hold on, everybody pay attention, because they're hearing a rumor and believing it. What What is what is the rumor? Let's just get the rumors out there. Are people saying it's a, it's a, it's a bad school, bad education? Yeah, and the uh, education, the... Uh, the test scores, of course, you know. Uh, but okay. very recently, last year, I believe Willow Ridge was academically was the I guess the what, what is what do they call it? Um, An exemplary they school. They're exactly they're recognized as the most improved school in Houston. Recognized as the most improved school in Houston. Well, let me add to that accolade. In my hand, I am holding a printout from a wonderful foundation called the Schott Foundation for Public Education. And so if you want to know more information about this organization, you go to schottfoundation.org, and that's S-C-H-O-T-T, foundation.org, schottfoundation.org. Schott Foundation is is actually headed up by uh, Dr. Jackson. This foundation is focusing on the education for black male students in the United States. And they actually did a report. It was part of this Yes, We Can report that wanted to understand what's happening uh, with black male students in U.S. education schools. What's fascinating, Mike, about this, as I was you know, doing some of my research and, again, trying to be unbiased and understand, you know, beyond enrollment, which to me doesn't make sense because this was a preventable problem, but beyond this, what could it be? And lo and behold, I find an accolade that Fort Bend Independent School District was recognized by virtue of this report as being one of the top five schools in the not schools, but school districts in the nation to graduate black male students. One of the top five school districts in the nation to graduate black male students. 
So then, because it was it's just so darn interesting to me to pull information directly from Fort Bend ISD's website, I pulled the ethnicity report straight from Fort Bend Independent School District site. And I said, okay, so we realize that Willow Ridge High School is 62% black, right? That Willow Ridge High School actually has, let me give you the, the ethnic demographics. There is one Asian Pacific Islander. Not one percent, one person at Willow Ridge High School, and that so that comprises point zero seven percent. There are nine hundred and fourteen black students, male and female, nine hundred and fourteen black students at Willow Ridge, comprising sixty two point six nine percent. For Hispanics, there are five hundred and thirty eight Hispanic students currently enrolled at Willow Ridge High School, comprising thirty six point nine zero percent. And then to round it out, white students, there are five white students, five, just five white students at Willow Ridge High School comprising 0.4% of the student population for total enrollment numbers, according to Fort Bend ISD's website, of 1,458 students, total students. And so what I am particularly interested in, number one, if, if you're not black or Hispanic, there's only six people in the whole school that are not black and Hispanic. That's just highly unusual to me. Um, and so, again, how did this happen, and how did how did we create an environment that was imbalanced? That's the question that I literally asked the Fort Bend Independent School District. But now, let's go beyond that, Mike. If I look down all the numbers of the of black students in the school district enrolled in high school, because I want to know who's really graduating black male students. So I look at the numbers, okay. I see that three schools jump out as having the highest black student population in high school for Fort Bend Independent School District. Those schools are High Tower High School, and they have 1,485 students, um, black students enrolled at the school. Marshall High School, it has 1,106 students. They're, by the way, they're 77% black students at Marshall High School. And then Willowridge High School at 914 students. So it stands to reason that Willow Ridge High School played a very big part, as well as Marshall High School, in, in helping Fort Bend ISD be as, as among the top five counties, you know, school, school districts, rather, in the nation to graduate black male students. It stands to reason, just by virtue of the numbers. And, and I'll definitely get... On our next show, I'll have the true breakdown of, uh, of gender on the next show. So the question I have to really to Fort Bend ISD is, what is the reason that you're closing the schools? And, and I said this on the last show. I'm not suggesting that rezoning is simple. I am not suggesting that. I know that that's more than a notion. But if I look at your projections, and if you've been on my Facebook page, I had some projections that I listed that I put on as, as, as one of my pictures, okay? It's all about the Fort Bend ISD dilemma. And I put a picture. I took all of the enrollment numbers that they're usually showing graphically on a map. I put them all on a spreadsheet because I wanted to look at them side by side. It's amazing um, what the projections are for some schools. If I look, Mike, to 2014, and I look at what the numbers look like for capacity with Willow Ridge in the mix, right, if I look at this, the predictions are for Fort Bend ISD, and I'm going to go down the line for all the high schools. Bush High School, from today's capacity of, 80, of 84%, will have 
will grow to 94%. So they're predicting a 10% increase. Travis High School, from today's numbers of 95% capacity, will grow to 98% capacity. Austin High School, from today's numbers, and they're at 123% capacity, will go down slightly to 119%, okay? So Austin basically is still a problem from a capacity standpoint. And for, in, in five years, which is the prediction. Kempster High School is showing a currently at 123% capacity. They're slated by 2014 to be at 132% capacity. So their capacity will get worse. Dulles High School, currently at 98.2%, will grow to 105% if all zoning lines are equal. Clements High School, currently at 130%, will, will slightly go down to 100, 123% capacity, which means they will still be far over capacity in those schools. Marshall High School, now here's where it starts to get interesting, Mike. Marshall yeah. High School, currently at 66%, is projected to be at 57% by 2014. So they go down. They project Marshall will go down. Elkins High School, currently at 104%, the projection is they'll grow to 108%. Ridgepoint, which is a new high school, so today, unfortunately, the, the enrollment numbers look like 28% capacity, but that's only because um, they are a new school. So I don't think they have all, all, uh, four, all four grades, ninth through 12th grade yet. But they're predicted to be at 95% by the time we, by, by the time we get to 2014. Willowridge High School at 71.4% is predicted to drop down to 60.91%, So go down by, by about 11%. Hightower, again, remember, Hightower Border School, Hightower currently at 118% is projected to go down only by 4 percentage points to 114%. So what this tells me is, is that most of the schools will either grow or slightly expand, but the significant changes they're predicting is in Marshall and Willard High School, the significant drop in enrollment. And first I have to ask, well, you know, what is this based on? And I know it's, and I know it's based on what is happening in elementary schools and the junior highs for what they're seeing for growth in those schools. I understand that it's, you know, based on many factors, um, you know, true housing, people that are in the district, but that's amazing because if I saw this, I would feel like people are running for their lives away from those areas where people live in Willow Ridge and Marshall High School. The numbers yeah. characterize the area like it's not a good place to be. And somebody made the comment on Facebook, which I love that on my Facebook page, they said people think that they don't want their children to go to the hood. Now, Mike, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and out where I grew up. I grew up in, in uh, Chasewood. Okay. I didn't see hood. I didn't see hood from the beginning to the end in Chasewood. The only close to hood I had was the word wood with the sound. That's about <laughs> it. And when I was, and when I was in Willow Ridge, it's so funny, a lot of people thought that Willow Ridge was this uppity school. So we didn't really have this whole hood, hood thing. And so I don't really understand where this mentality came from. But you enlighten me. What are people's feelings about, you know, is the school thought of as a hood school? Uh, well, when I was there, a lot of people thought it was. But I, I'm, I was on the side where, like, how? I mean, mm -hmm. well, technically, 
we're not. I mean, we're the suburbs. If it's you, a suburb school, exactly. It's a suburb school. So first and foremost, how do you get a suburb school that it's suddenly the hood? I mean, I were think, there drive-bys at Willowrest that, that I didn't hear about? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that, but there was a lot of um, – you know, students, I guess, misbehaving. You know, there was there was a lot of that. It wasn't as much oh. as people pumped it up it used that it pumped it up to be. But there was. Well, but what what? School, what, so what school doesn't? Well, that's it. And, and and that's a very important point I want to make. And I said this on the last show. I am not saying that Willard High School was the perfect school. I'm exactly. not, because there is no perfect school. The greatest thing about Willard is that you did get an exposure to life circumstances, that it didn't put you in this bubble to believe that nothing bad happens in the world. You got a chance to see, you know, issues like you would anywhere else, but you also got a chance to see the school quickly take care of and handle from a consequences standpoint to protect the student population. I saw that as well. When I when I was at Willow Ridge, we had two big incidents, uh, two big incidents. One, we had, I guess people would call it like a mini-riot, uh, those who were in school during the time I was, 88 to 1992, you do remember this well. This happened in, like, oh, 1989. It was, my, it was the end of my freshman year. And uh, it was cheerleader tryout, and our principal, Mr. Glover, was actually not there that day. He was, he was actually at the Kristen McCullough uh, Middle School at the time. I think he was helping them with some things that were fairly new uh, junior high at the time. And... Students, didn't, students were supposed to go to the gym, watch the tryouts, and then go back to their homeroom to actually vote. Well, the snafu was that students didn't go back to their homeroom. Once they left the gym, it was like the students took over the school. Now, nobody got hurt. It was a matter of students saying, you know what, it's almost lunchtime, and we're going to have some fun and go to lunch. And there were many food fights and all that bunch of craziness, but people didn't get hurt. And so while it was kind of a little pandemonium, while the assistant while the assistant principal kind of regained control of students going to class, I mean that was one of the one of the bad things if you want to call it that. For a freshman in, in, in high school, it was exciting to me. I was like, wow, this is this is cool, this is fun. <laughs> you know, so I never felt like I was in danger any of that circumstance. And then the other circumstance, again, this was all about being honest about what happened while I was there. And you want to call it negative. So I'm only so we come up with two things, two things out of four years. Um, there was an incident where a student did bring a gun onto campus, and the student brought the gun onto campus. As soon as you know, basically the, the student raised their firearm, immediately it was squelched. No one got hurt. No shots were fired. None of that. Um, and so it was an eye-opening experience to the school at the time that, you know, through that, their current system that a student could bring a firearm into the school. So it made the school kind of buckle down and be very clear to students and to parents about uh, a, a, a no-tolerance policy uh, for, uh, for handguns and an appreciation for the safety of students. And we never had that issue again at the school. Um, and so, you know, I think that's very important to note is that I didn't see a bad experience. I saw the full circle of the experience, which was the school protecting me as a student. Um, we can look at a lot of examples where there have been school shootings, school shootings. The school, that school wasn't closed down when a child walked in and shot up and killed the students. I mean, you literally, I mean, honestly, Mike, I swear as if this is a school that there's been school shootings and deaths. 
Like, I, like it, it would just seem to me that that would be one of the reasons why you'd want to close the school. But it just really hasn't happened. And all of the great things, the, you know, I mean, there were times where Willow Ridge High School led the way in academic scholarships for the entire school district, although they wanted to really just talk about, uh, they really wanted to, to truly talk about our athletic scholarships, maybe because yeah. we were a, a, a majority uh, black school. But the reality is we sent people all over the country to some of the best schools to receive some of the finest education. And we sent children on to be prepared for the world. That's what Willow Ridge High School did, and it continues to do that to this day. Obviously, when you see reports like they're graduating the, the most black male students in the country. I mean, obviously, they're doing something right. You know, the reality is, is that if a school district wanted to understand how to graduate the maximum amount of black male students, they should be studying Willow Ridge. But, hey, Fort Ben ISD, uh, the school district can't learn from a school if you close it. Now, if yeah. anybody wants to plan, I've gotten so fired up, me and Mike talking. The number is 347-637-1837. Again, 347-637-1837. Now, here's what I'm also getting a sense of, by the way, Mike, and, and you tell me if you've heard any of that, where people are somewhat afraid to to have a voice because either they have strong ties to a teacher or a student in the school district and they don't want a negative impact to, you know, any of the, to any of the teachers or, who, or they're a teacher themselves and they're, you know, and, and when I say afraid, I don't mean like, you know, shaking their boots, but the reality is, is this is hard economic times. And to put yourself in harm's way is not always everybody's ideal thing to do. You know, I'm just that crazy person that says, go ahead, come at me, please, please, I ISD, come at me. There was, and, Mike, this is something that you don't know about me and, and many people uh, that are watching don't know. You know, I went to Willow Ridge High School, majority at the time, uh, black school. I went on to Texas A&M University, very much a white school. Uh, we had a very small percentage of black students at Texas A&M. And this is what I will tell you, and you probably never heard anything like this, my experience at Willowridge High School firmly prepared me for my experiences at Texas A&M, firmly, because I walked into Texas A&M that was 43,000 students but only 1,400 black students at the entire school. I walked into that school being very well attuned to who I was as a, as a black woman, as a smart student. I walked in knowing myself and understanding my accomplishments and, and I can really thank Willowridge for helping me to de- grow and develop my accomplishments. And while and Mike, while I was at Texas A&M University, I mean, I was an activist. Big shock, right? And so with all with a lot of racial things that happened and incidents that happened at Texas, at Texas A&M, I actually had death threats while I was at A&M. And the one thing I told everybody there, I said, no, a coward is not a killer. So a, a person to give you a death threat, that's a that's a coward. That's that's not a killer, and so I've always had that attitude that I'm not going to be afraid of any repercussions of standing up and speaking up for my community and for the right thing. And you know, I don't care if you close Willow Ridge High School. I'm going to make that statement very clear. I care about all the students that are zoned. And pull this up again. All of these students that are zoned in Willow Ridge High School. I care about what happens to them. I care about those students that aren't the exemplary students that may be on the verge of dropping out 
Imagine closing a school and having to now go to another school. If you're on the verge of dropping out, you're going to drop out. So, so I, there's usually a spike when a school closes of the of the dropouts from that particular school because you know they were already on the fence. It seems like too much trouble to go through to have to go to a new school, especially if you're an older student, you know, at the time. And so you usually see a spike. I don't want that on the community. It puts a strain not only on on the school district, it puts a strain on social services. And, and it's just simply unnecessary. For that enrollment to get as bad as it is and the projections to get even worse, you know, then I sit there and wonder, you know, what is this? Now, what's interesting, Mike, if you go to uh, Fort Bend ISD's site, and you can Google it or just go to their page, but they actually talk about uh, proposals for rezoning. What's so fascinating, you look at this proposal, and you're like, this is no better. This is absolutely no better. They still, in their new proposal, they don't fix the problem of enrollment for Marshall and Willridge. It's like they can't figure it out. And, you know, I'm going to do something really simple in elementary, Mike, and I don't know if, if you're watching the live stream, but hey, Fort Bend ISD, if the line looks like this, then you loop it bigger <laughs> so that you get more students into the Willow Ridge zone. Hmm, that's a thought. Imagine that. Some people said that there are other schools that don't want their kids going to Willow Ridge, and I just can't imagine that. And I would love for those parents who feel that way, who are in the surrounding schools in particular, I would love to understand uh, why you believe that you don't want your students to transfer to a school that has, that has sent people into uh, Star and Grey's Anatomy that has sent people to the Hall of Fame, ultimately that foundation that people got at Woolridge, people went on to do great things. Now, if you don't want your child to go to a school like that, then fine. Let them go to another school. But I have yet to hear about a Hall of Famer uh, coming from some of the surrounding schools. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I'm saying there's a reason why year after year this school is producing talent and producing inspiration. It's producing inspiration for other children in the area that they need as a virtual mentor to strive for something greater than maybe what they can see around them. And, again, it's a suburb school. So this hood thing, y'all got to get that out your head, this whole hood thing. I have a feeling in the next few days I might be taking a little trip down to Houston and taking a video of what the hood is, uh, all these surrounding schools, so you can understand uh, what a hood, what you believe a hood is for the schools that are zoned, or for the neighborhoods that are zoned to Willow Ridge High School, because I just really don't get it. If I was in the area, I'd be proud to have my daughter attend Willow Ridge High School, because I know what it's going to give you. So, okay, so with all of that, Mike, I've got eight minutes left, but so I'm going to ask you this question. As, especially as a recent grad, if you had an opportunity to address the administrators and the people that, that have a, a, a deciding vote, if you had an opportunity to address them directly, what would you tell them? Wow. Well, basically you really summed it up. I mean, it does produce talent besides, you know, closing the school fine. But what what about the students? What that's it they need to look at the best interests of the students, I think. And right. from Reese from from uh from Reese from people that have done stuff that came out of there. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there that that they didn't even know. I barely met you. I'm like, wow, there's mm-hmm. there's so many people out here that that was produced and came out of this area, 
came out to the junior highs, of course, to the high school that are doing something. I mean, yeah, the enrollment is bad. And well, just try to make it better. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of good, great things that come out of here that came out of Wood Ridge. I mean, if you close it, I mean, fine. But I mean, the best interest I think is the students. That's that's exactly correct. And here's and here's here's my concern. When you have a consolidation of schools, then what you're going to lose is some teachers, right? You're going to lose yeah. some teachers. I am very afraid that a consolidation also means that we're going to lose very talented teachers who are passionate about seeing students succeed. And you know, and of course, you know, I am by virtue of what I do, you know, in my real life, I am a researcher. And so I, you know, I try to be unbiased, but I can't be unbiased in this sense because I never experienced life at a Clements High School or a Kempner High School or a Douglas High School. Those are the only three high schools that were around, uh, other high schools that were around at the time. I can't tell you what life was like at those schools. But what I can tell you is that amidst a lot of the crazy rumors and the gossip about what, what was really happening under our roof, those teachers cared. Those teachers, when you look at some teachers, you go, man, what, what makes you come back every day? <laughs> you know, because some teachers, students gave them a hard time, right? That, I mean, that's the life of a high school teacher, though, to a certain extent. And you look at it and you go, what makes them come back? It's because they cared. They absolutely cared about student outcomes. And that's so rare, I think, sometimes in school systems, especially at such a critical moment when for a lot of students, just the reality of how many students go on to college, for a lot of students, this is their last formal touch of education before they hit the world of being able to vote for president and being able to have a voice in our society. They can have a voice or they can be in vice grips. That's your choices, right? Whereas high school gave people a voice. They gave them a voice through activities, through band, through all of those things. And I just fear that that voice, that that power that Willow Ridge really kind of gives all of their students that is going to be lost. It will be diminished um, just because of, of what's happening. And, you know, and I, and I, I am not this, con, this conspiracy theorist, but I did suggest it earlier. How did you not understand that it was going to be to this point and draw zoning in a more appropriate way? And why is your rezoning option one? Everyone, please go to Fort Bend ISC's website and look at the zoning proposal. Uh, the, the proposal is one option that, that they present on their site. It's, it's in a, a uh, PDF, I believe. It's in a PDF on their site. Their one option does not show anything much better, really for all the schools. And, you know, I just don't understand how some, you know, someone or some people don't get up and say this is the problem. The unfortunate part of creating a lot of talent at Willow Ridge, the unfortunate symptom or result is that we move away sometimes, right, and we get disconnected. So, Mike, I didn't know you existed. You didn't know I existed until today, you know, thank God for Facebook. Um, but the problem is that we are not connected. And so to an Isaiah Washington, you know, who graduated from Willow Ridge High School, he's one of the first few graduates from Willow Ridge High School who's gone on and do movies and and sitcoms and Grey's Anatomy most recently in his most in, in his most major role. You know, we need your voice. We need your voice so people understand what that foundation gave you and, and how you still rely on it to this day. We need a Thurman Thomas who is a Hall of Famer for the NFL. We need your voice. You know, we need your voice to stand up in the community. And I believe Thurman may still live in Missouri City. 
but we need your voice. And those people listening, you know, call Thurman up and and let them know it's time. You know, it's time. If there, were, if there ever was a time, it is time to be able to stand up and explain and show by virtue of an example, this is what a product of Willow Ridge High School provides. And without it, who knows what would happen? I mean, who absolutely knows? The most interesting thing, Mike, is that I, I started in public speaking at Willow Ridge High School. And Willow Ridge, I took speech and debate. And if it wasn't for, you know, my teacher in the 10th grade, I wouldn't have developed this passion for being interested in speaking and competing in oratory competitions. And it just steamrolled from there and allowed me to understand how to use my voice when I went to a Texas A&M and was an activist. You know, it it gave me the power and the strength I needed, the tools to support um, what I wanted to do in life. And I think people, you know, understand and give credit enough to Willow Ridge for what it really does. You know, I was the first All-American cheerleader at Willow Ridge High School. I started the French Honor Society at Willow Ridge when I was there and president for two years. I was a member of New Alpha Theta. I was a member of NHS. I was a cheerleader. I was also the longest-running person at the time to be a part of the Forensic Club, which is a speech and, and a debate club. And so I was active and I was engaged because the teachers were excited. And then also FBLA, Future Business Leaders of America. So all of these things and these resources were there with teachers who were, who were sponsors who were excited about getting students involved. Academics, the Catholics were very active, and the band, everybody felt like they were an extended you know, part of the band, even if you weren't truly playing in the band. So how was the band? i got to ask you that. i got to ask you that because I'm, I'm almost at 90 seconds. But how was the band at, at Willow Ridge High School? I mean, besides the, num- the numbers weren't 200 plus. I mean, you know, you had 80, 90, but at the same time, they people still around the community, around the area, around Texas, around the country, still gave them their respect. And they, But I believe when I was there, we were in the top three in the country. I believe number one in the country. I don't number know. Well, I was I did not yeah, doubt but, it now. Um, I mean, most not, even though on the athletic side, I mean, people just came to see the band. I mean, just be honest. People came to see the band. They came to see football or they came to see the band? <laughs> uh, they, they came to see the band. I mean, football team wasn't doing as well, so, you know, hey, I'm going to see the band, you know. So, I mean, or, they really support I mean, people in the community the never had children at Willow Ridge would, would go to football games because it was an experience. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you caught – the, the the eagle pride and the eagle fever. I mean, there was just absolutely nothing like it. Okay, Mike, oh, can I thank you enough for dialing in? I hope you're available next Wednesday at 8 o'clock Central Standard Time because I'm going to broadcast again, and I'm sure I'll have more interesting, juicy information to better understand this actual issue. There is an upcoming board meeting. I believe it's January 10th as well, so we'll be talking about that in preparation for that actual meeting. Again, please go on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Jennifer Tebow. You have been on live with The Real Jenny on radio, special edition Reviving Willow Ridge. I'm Jennifer Tebow. Thank you so much for joining in, and I will see you next time.